Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Well, welcome back, everybody. I guess welcome back to myself. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, I should have been the one to welcome you back, Gavin. Um, yep. So how was your trip? You finally uh, made it all the way around the world, right? Yep, exactly. Went down under and back and again. So uh, it was good. Testing things out here. Your accent still sounds the same. Yeah, I think I, I pick it up pretty quick and I drop it like a rock when I get back here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to be one of those Ooh, dirty. Yeah, we still got to upgrade. We got to update the uh, the intro again. We pulled the wrong one. It flips the CFML new edition. Remember that one? Oh, uh, whoops. Okay. Uh, Stuart just reminded us. Sorry about that. Uh, That's a okay. Yeah. So if you can't tell, we're back and we're rusty. Um, Gavin's been gone and uh, he's now back. And so we're going to bring you the the news for what is this? July twenty third, yep. twenty nineteen. Yep, exactly. So uh, thanks again to well, Brad and Andrew for taking it when I wasn't here so uh you guys did a good job and uh thanks everybody for following up with us even though we missed a couple of weeks there with uh fourth of july and a, a few things that popped up so thanks again but um again we got some got some good news here some that you might have heard before but some of it is new so let's jump right into that then so adobe cf summit uh it's coming up again soon and we have some news for you there so the early bird special that was supposed to end at the end of june somebody forgot to flick the switch so if you guys didn't get your early bird tickets you still can now but shh don't tell anybody so there the conference pass is still 99 dollars, and the workshops are still at the early bird prices as well so but with that being said though there's actually something else to announce that the two cf summit workshops have been announced in addition to the specialist program so who do we have teaching those ones yeah so uh adobe had announced uh two new workshops uh one's going to be a hands-on cold fusion security workshop uh, with none other than uh pete freitag uh, at foundeo and um, he is definitely one that you want to listen to when it comes to security uh, and also the training number two is going to be going from zero to 60 with Docker and cold fusion images. And that one's going to be done by our Charlie Earhart. And um, he's definitely, he's one of those guys kind of like Pete that uh, if you ever run into a problem, you know, he's the guy you're going to want to listen to. Um, so catch him now and, and learn the ins and outs of using Docker and their CF images. Um, I don't know anything about uh, the dates of those. Did you get the dates of when they're doing those workshops? Yep, it's the the same date as we have um, normally. So it's the day before the actual conference, so September 30th. So now instead of just having the specialist program prior to the conference, you could choose to do um, one of these pre-conference ones or the specialist program if you're coming early. So it's a Excellent. good opportunity. Uh, like Pete's one is always great. I haven't actually seen this one from Charlie, so this might be an interesting one because uh, I know Adobe's working on their Docker images and trying to make them bigger and better. Mm -hmm. And so this sounds like they've, uh, they've teamed up with Charlie to, to get that information out there. So uh, it sounds like a good option if you guys aren't going to do that specialist program. So yep. the other cool thing about the conferences is that obviously the the call for speakers has been over for a while now, but they've actually announced their speakers. So now we have another list of names, Andrew, that we can mispronounce. <laughs> oh, man. Hang on. Let me see if I can get these going up here. Um, 
So Ordis has a few guys speaking. Uh, there's this this guy I don't know his name. Luis Lewis Luis. Y'all know that guy? Uh, yeah, I Luis don't know who Mano. he is. But... Anyway, Luis, Brad, Eric, and Gavin are all going to be speaking from uh, Team Ordis, and uh, Adobe has their list of speakers as well. Which yeah, Richith and Uday and Kailish. Pluish and Sasika, I think. Uh, like I said, we're mispronouncing your names, but it's great to see some yeah, Adobe speakers Yeah, we do apologize. There. I don't anticipate them actually really watching us, though. But if you are, we do apologize. Um, and here's what I like to see. I'm, I'm interested in, in actually throwing these names out because these are all community members, and there are more community members than there are um, anyone else. And uh, we have Pete Freitag, George Murphy, Brian Class, Matt Clemente, uh Giancarlo, I always call you Gio Gomez. Sorry, dude. Uh, we got Matt Gifford. Matt's gonna make it. That'll be cool. We got yep. Carl Von Stetten, uh, Dan Fredericks, Uma. I'm not gonna try your last name. Sorry, dear. Uh, we got Abram <laughs> Adams, Dan Wilson, David from Fusion Reactor, Charlie Earhart, and Dave Ferguson are all gonna be speaking at the Adobe conference. And, uh, and there's actually I love more it because listed. it is community. Yeah, and there's, really? e- there's even more on the list. I just grabbed the ones that I know that we see time after time at these conferences, and you know we see them into the box and everything. So there are other speakers. I didn't put all of them there. So if you want the full list, you can go to the CF Summit website now and look at speakers. And I think as they get confirmation, they're adding a few more as well. But it's a great list. So that's what we wanted to show you guys that you know Adobe CF Summit is not just Adobe speakers. There's a whole lot of great community members speaking there and a lot of names you hear time in time out on this on this podcast were uh, some blog posts or tweets or you know even just some of our patreon sponsors are in there as well so it's good to see that there's a whole community putting it forward and it's not just one group of you know one company leading the way so it's really a, a great conference it's you know a lot of great content from a lot of different places so come check it out yeah, I agree. I'll tell you what's cool about that, um, in my opinion, uh, getting other people's point of view. Um, we all, you know, we all learn differently. Um, so you, you can have two or three people who honestly talk about the same exact thing, but it, it may not jive or it may not click for you uh, until you hear it from somebody else. Um, so it's always good to see people, not just from the community, but, you know, there are, uh, they're training and teaching based off of experience, not based off of, you know, like what a company manual has told you to do, right? Yeah. Um, not saying that's what Adobe does, but that's just kind of, you know, they have their, you know, set ways. And even Ordis has their set ways of, of doing things. And so by seeing, you know, other community members, it's just good to, you know, see how they integrate things and how they, you know, go about, um, you know, make everything work. So I like it. I'm cool with that. That's cool. I'm awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So we did mention excited, the other man. workshops as well. It. So, um, Again, the the two new ones are the security one and then the Docker images, but then the Adobe has a cold fusion specialist program still. So we've talked about this previously. So it's a full day certificate classroom workshop with some prereqs that you do before you get there. Uh, so there's some information in the show notes for you on that, uh, or you can look at it online at the CF Summit website. But in, a, in addition to that, Audis is doing their bootcamp training. So you have three options for before the train, before the conference, day one. So you've got the security, the Docker, and now the, the Adobe specialist. Then you have two days of the conference, which has a lot of great speakers. And then if you want more, there's more because Audis is doing two days of bootcamp after the conference. So that'll be five days. So tell your wife you're going to Vegas for five days. Maybe stay overnight just for fun, but you're going to yeah. be there all week. Um, cause we got two great, 
two great uh, workshops we're doing there. So again, uh, myself and Eric, we're going to be doing the call box zero to hero and uh, Brad and Luis, which are both speakers at the conference too, are going to be doing the from hero to superhero, which is the API edition. So you guys can really get up to speed in, uh, on Cobox. If you're already familiar with Cobox, the hero to superhero should really push you a little bit. See, you know, see the way we do modules with hierarchies, uh, API keys and, and, you know, JWT tokens and everything else. So they're both great sessions and we're going back to the suites. Yeah, y'all are going to be in the Aria Resort uh, this time, which is going to be cool. Um, yep. I know a few years ago, y'all, well, actually every year, y'all have actually had done a suite, but y'all had initially planned on doing a, a conference room at another resort or another hotel, but instead we're going to be doing a suite at the Aria. Yep. Well, I say we, you guys, I might crash the party, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it's a really nice looking area too. So usually with the suites, we know we, we get up a couple of tables set up and we have a nice set up but these ones here um the the link we we saw the little video intro it's a professional conference room looking suite so it's really top notch we have our projectors set up whiteboards and everything and everybody have the space and then we get all the additional benefits of having a nice suite we can relax afterwards and there's sofas to chill out on and uh, really get the most of it and the big thing with these workshops is we only limit it to 10 people so we can make sure that we got enough people to help you all the all the way you know it's not like you're not going to be sitting in a workshop of 100 people where it takes an hour to get to your question you know you're going to be helped right away there's that the one to five basically and sometimes we have extra people helping as well so you know you're going to be you know handheld as much as needed and you know you get your questions answered and everybody makes good progress so when you leave there you're not only inspired but you can actually build on top of what you've done so i'm looking i'm really looking forward to that uh so it'll be good and we have a, a link in the show notes for how to get that there's a blog post about it so if you guys go to the order site you can search and find out more about the boot camps but i'm excited about that all right sounds good and i guess up next um we're going to talk about the uh what we got the next camp in bangalore india yep so if you can't make the Same. vegas one the call box zero to hero uh Basically, it's a two-day training in India this time, and Luis is going to run this one. He's done this a few times around the place, so it, um, it's a great workshop. And if you guys are in the, the India area or you can make it to India for this and you can't make it to Vegas, this would be a great one to go to as well. Uh, there are group discounts available if you guys have a company over there or a group of people that want to get together. Uh, again, great conference. Uh, sorry, great workshop. Lots of good information and um yeah, just good to see if that's in your part of the world. It'd be a good opportunity for you. But if you're not in that part of the world, we have stuff going on in different parts of the world too. So yeah, for sure. So Brad and Eric are going to be in Germany the basically the day after. So the India one is October 16th and 17th, and then we have uh, our conference is going to be uh, in CF Camp is going to be the 15th and 16th with the conference is 17, 18th. So. Training for that is going to be held by Brad and Eric. And they're going to be doing a couple of workshops. So you guys can pick the one that meets you. I, I think we're about to announce the uh, what the workshops are and get all the ticket information online soon. So look out for that. But Call for Speakers is closed, but what's the update on that? Um, yeah, so everybody is being uh, notified um, or is in the process of being notified that their topic was chosen. And once they get confirmation, um, 
back from everyone. Um, they're going to announce um, their speaker list, and we're going to keep you up to date as soon as we have information on that. Yeah, it looks like they did get a, quite a good number of submissions. I was watching the podcast that I missed, and uh, it's going to be pretty good. So, um, so yeah. And Brad just messaged in the chat that uh, he's going to sing and Eric's going to dance, or maybe maybe Brad's going to dance and Eric's going to sing because they're going to sing and dance for their workshops. So. Mm. This would be interesting. <laughs> so uh, a lot of good information about the conferences coming up. So again, a lot of great conferences all over the world. So find one close to you and, and attend. Uh, and if not, the trainings are good too. But, you know, get out there, network, learn something, and, and yeah, be a part of it. So Yeah, and for those of y'all just joining us and wondering about all this conference stuff we're talking about, uh, you've heard us talk about it in the past. Uh, pretty much the only thing that has really, really changed just so you a little synopsis here is um, CF Summit. They have released their speakers and they've released two new workshops. And what else was there? A rundown. That's that's just the basics of it, right? Yep. Yeah. And then CF Camp, their call for speakers is closed. And, the, and, and their call for speakers and they're, closed and the list will be coming out and we'll let you know who they are. So yep. um, that's for anybody joining us late and didn't want us to, to hear us talk about the conference stuff again. So let's. Man, let's jump on to the, the good stuff, the blogs and tweets of the week. I like these. Yep, this is um, fresh every week, so it's good to see. It's fresh. Sure. So fresh and so clean. Yep, so we got uh, a few favorites of ours that we seem to talk about every week and a few new ones too. So Michael Bourne has been busy again. He's got a couple of blog posts out recently. Uh, his latest one is on form processing and CF script part one. So I guess he's going to do uh, basically a, a series here. So... Uh, the first part is all about form validation and, you know, how to validate your form. And uh, it's a good walkthrough. If you guys are trying to get used to CF script, that's always good as well. So that's great. And then the next one we have. Yeah, so, um, and I don't recognize this this guy here, so I apologize. I'll have to check you out. Uh, but we have James uh, Moberg, and I apologize if I screwed your name up there. Uh, it's really something here on how he's doing cool fusion dates. Uh, did you get a chance to, to look over that, Gavin, and see? Yeah, and you might know his name is Game Over. There. I think his, or, uh, his Game Over is his tweet handle or, or Twitter handle or something. But he's basically saying how some cold fusion dates, cold fusion will pass dates a certain way, and it'll accept it as a date, but then my, uh, MS SQL in the background won't, and it'll throw errors and stuff. So he was explaining what worked and what didn't work in, in 2016, 2018. So he was just, it's pretty informative if you're working with those. I mean, dates are always a problem, you know, time zones and stuff are even worse. So yeah, it was a good little post. So if you guys are dealing with dates and, and one of those versions, you should probably check that out. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And Brad said, yeah, game over for James's uh, Twitter handle. So, and then we have Ben Nadell on the Cold Fusion train here. So I heard you guys mention a couple of his uh, blog posts recently. Looks like he's got another one here for us. Yeah, uh, Ben's been uh, playing around with Lucy here um, lately, uh, which is it's good to see because there, there are a little bit of uh, oddities and, and differences between um, the way um, W Cold Fusion and Lucy operates. And uh, he's digging in deeper on it. And uh, one of them he's talking about is the CF query for RAM tag. Um, it's not requiring the CF underscore SQL prefix on the data types in Lucy. And he's got a blog post, and that's going to be in our um, our show notes. Um, but basically just uh, 
kind of like an you know example of the use case of this. Um, that's one thing I like about a lot of uh, Ben's blogs is every one of them has a, a good use case. So looking at the you know the verbiage on the blog, you'd be like, man, I don't know what the crap this guy's talking about at first. And then you look at the code and you go back and read what he's talking about. And it's like, oh yeah, that makes complete sense. Um, yeah, a lot of like people said, grew up on this stuff. That's how, that's how I always read his blog. I don't know if I'm the only one that does that. Um, but yeah, he, okay. I like his, he's very crystal clear. A lot of spacing around his code. Everyone mocks him a little bit for that, but his code is always clean and simple to read. A lot of comments and everything. And yeah, it's really good. And I know he says it's, uh, doesn't require them in uh, Lucy 5.3 because that's the version he's testing. But I think that's been a, that, that way for quite a long time. And again, we've mentioned CF Docs a few times. CF Docs is great. If you check on there, it'll tell you which versions require what. And, um, it's, it's a really, it's just one of those things. It's a few extra characters you don't have to type every time. And I always forget, you know, is it in, uh, CF underscore SQL underscore or just CF SQL underscore or SQL underscore? So it's easier if you do that. But, you know, to be honest, you guys should probably get a snippet for your uh, CF query params anyway, and that way you can just, you know, click on the right snippet and it does it for you. But, um, but again, it's cool to see Ben uh, blogging more about Cold Fusion again. Yep. Yep, definitely. Uh, we also have another uh, blog post here for you guys. Uh, this one here is going to be from Terratech. Um, it's going to be about the um, Cold Fusion training list. Um, just basically a bunch of resources uh, for learning hang on gotta yeah. close out of my instant download here and um yeah it looks like he's got um you know some of the the ones you'd expect uh cf and uh, learn cf in a week and you know companies like order solutions in there but there's a whole lot of other companies and stuff in there that i didn't see before um and so it's kind of an interesting list so if you guys haven't checked it out it says 17 resources but I don't know. There's more. It, yeah. It, the twi the the link of the actually says 16. The title says 17, but there's about 2021. 20, so uh, if you guys know yeah. of any other resources, you can probably update, uh, get a hold of Michaela and uh, again to update that. Uh, get, they can do that for you as well. But there's a lot of good stuff in there. And if, there's a few that I haven't seen. So I'm sure there's a few that you haven't seen as well. So if you're looking for some resources, whether you're a beginner or advanced user, there's a lot of great stuff in there. So. Yeah, this is uh this is a good list. I'm I'm going through um everything here. Man, this could be a rabbit hole for me. Yeah. I could just dig and dig in that for days. So instead, um I'm gonna jump over here. Um there's this guy named Brad Wood. He's he's kind of weird. He likes to tweet a lot. He likes to talk a lot, right? Yeah. Um so he's got <laughs> he's got this tweet going on here. Um basically thanking John Berquist um for the uh the Century Error Reporting Library. Um, yeah. so it looks like they've got that module up and live on Forgebox. Now, that's not actually our Forgebox module of the week, is it? Nope, it isn't. But we'll no. talk about that another week. But yeah, that's a that's a module we've been working on with a couple of customers. But John Berkowitz went ahead and added it. So now that you have the right method names reported in the stack tray. So before the module was doing a lot of great reporting, but John Burke was when added this little little snippet of code, so it made a pull request, and now that the method names you get back in the stack trace are way more reliable, and that really helps when you're trying to debug stuff, so that's a really cool addition. Like I said, Sentry's a, a great uh, error logger. We, we started using that a couple of clients. That's pretty cool. That should be one of our modules of the week coming up here pretty soon, so 
Uh, if you guys nice. haven't seen it, check it out. It's a mature product, and we just got the that module up and running just recently, so it's pretty cool. So thank you, John, for the pull request and making it even better. So very good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to have to look into this for uh, the roll bar um, module that I have. Um, maybe work and fix on some of those same kind of issues. Yep, and then the- might actually be even thinking of that. Man, I hate to jump ship onto something else, but man, talk about CB mail services on our module of the week. We'll get back to that. God, just jumping the gun. Sorry, go ahead. Yep. <laughs> so detour here. Uh, so Brad's got another one. He was uh, showing off with um, about his JDK updates. So adopt Open JDK released a new update for JDK eight yesterday, or this is when he tweeted, and then uh, he only found this out because he restarted a server and command box has this cool new feature in it now where it manages your java versions for you and so when he restarted his server it realized there was a new version and automatically downloaded the new jdk for him and so he just sat there and the cli did all the work updated his jdk and then his server was running on the new jdk right away so he was sorry not sorry um for you know for being lazy just watching his cli update his java for him so pretty cool uh that was a nice feature when brad added that with all the jdk issues we've had recently <laughs> with licensing and everything else it was pretty cool to mm-hmm. have that and now command box will yeah manage your jdk for you so as part of your part of your repo you can actually define which jdk you want to use and it will manage it through footage box just like normal it's pretty cool could you imagine having this 10 plus years ago whenever we had to install the jdks and things separately and manually that would have made life so much nicer to have. Yeah. I can't imagine working ago. without all the tools we have now. Like, I mean, even just take command box away from me, which is a big part of my work, you know, process, I would be hurting. And when I have to go do some legacy sites that aren't running that or on servers that don't handle that or, or whatnot, or they you know, they're stuck in their ways. It's always that, sh- that, that change of gears, that shifting gears to shift mindset always slows you down. It seems I agree. Yep. So another one from Michael Bourne. This is a little older, but because we missed last week, I wanted to cover this one too. So he actually creates a Lucy extension for MS Access, which is kind of cool because one awesome thing about Lucy is that if the engine doesn't do what you want it to do, (laughs) you can write your own extensions. And there's actually some professional extensions. There's extension endpoints and Forgebox is now an extension, official extension provider endpoint. So you can actually create your extensions and put them in Forgebox, which is pretty cool. So we have that for some of our open source and our commercial extensions we've built. We've got them for Redis and and other caching solutions like Couchbase, et cetera. But so here he actually builds an MS Access Lucy extension. So if you guys are thinking about writing an extension or you want to know what they are, this is a pretty cool article for that. So he makes an MS Access one. And uh, I read a little bit of that. I want to go back and go through it in more detail because it looks pretty cool. So it's good yeah, things it does it, it does look cool and i'm looking here um so everybody knows the lucy well i say everybody if you have noticed the lucy extension that you upload is a dot lex file um all that is is a dot zip file renamed mm-hmm. so if you ever see an extension you want to look at it rename it dot zip extract it you can see what it does you can get an idea how to operate it you know yeah that's how pretty to, cool manipulate it to do what you need elsewhere and since Lucy is more modular now too, uh, when you actually install the Lucy engine itself, it actually downloads extensions for a lot of the other core pieces of 
the engine. So that's why the Lucy is so small. When you start up the first time, it'll go get a few extensions that you need just to get it up and running and get those extra pieces in. So it's kind of cool how all that works. So that's pretty neat. So, and then uh, Brian Class uh, released another one in his series. So they're using AWS step functions in CFML. So he has one where he's speaking translated text into an MP3 file. So pretty cool. Uh, if you guys didn't want to hear our voices, we could just uh, create a, you know, create a text version of this podcast, and then we could just give it to AWS, and it could actually get the the words, the text, translate them into an MP3 file in the language of our choosing, and then you guys could listen to that instead. So we should do that next week and vote on which one's more annoying, my <laughs> voice or the robot voice. Uh. It's going to be a tough one. <laughs> it's going to be a tough competition. Yeah. Uh, but no, that is really a cool, uh, that is really a cool um, feature there. Yep. Um, it's definitely, you know, triggered into um, to AWS there to, to generate all that. Yep. And I, have, I actually had a podcast interview for the Soapbox, which we'll be releasing shortly here with Brian. And we talk about a lot more of the AWS features that they're using and how they, they use this to translate, you know, text into the native tongue of whoever is taking the courses, you know, because a lot of people are English speaking at a lot of the, the educational institutes around the country, but still learning would be easier for them in their own language. And so their, their systems actually translate with text, you know, from, English into whatever language that you want to listen to. So if you're more comfortable, you know, in, in Spanish or whatnot, you can basically just download the Spanish version of a lecture uh, instead. And it's pretty cool. And they, it's pretty neat. It comes out really nicely and it's a pretty cool little system. So a great blog post there too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that wraps up the, the blog post that we have. Um, yeah, we probably could have a few more. Uh, if you guys really want us to spotlight them, please, you know, Tag me and yeah, Andrew. We need a way them. of, um, yeah, tag us. Y'all make a post or something. Uh, you see something you want to be featured on here, let us know. Yep, and then we'll, um, we'll make sure they get in here. But there is lots of great content out there, and we're just giving you a, a, a snippet every week. So uh, Just a snippet of yep. it for sure. But let's get on to the module of the week. Yeah, since I kept jumping the gun on this, and I don't, and the reason why is because there was two good lead-ins to it, and I just couldn't help but want to go down that path. Um, but... Um, yeah, the module of the week is going to be the Coolbox Mail Services, uh, which is basically box install CV Mail Services. Um, this is kind of the object-oriented approach uh, to doing, you know, like CF Mail. Uh, but the, the cool thing about it is you can um, it operates on providers uh, and interfaces. So if you want to change instead of sending mail to have it log the mail to a file, well, you just tell where it goes to instead of having to rewrite you know, a CF mail tag to CF file tag. You don't have to do any of that. You just, all right, say log to file. So like your dev environment, you don't want to send out emails. Well, you just tell them to go to file, you know, and then yeah. that way you can physically look at the file there locally to see what would have been sent. Um, it's a lot better than bombarding your clients with, um, Test emails. Test emails. And I think we've all done that accidentally at least <laughs> once um, in our career. Uh, if yeah. you haven't, you're lying. <laughs> That's all I got. Well, you haven't been tasked with the job. Uh, so at yep. any rate, um, yeah, really cool module. Really um, simple. But, I like the fluent, you know, language too, you know, it, new mail dot two, and then put the two addresses that you need, et cetera. The subject, you set everything, you know, in order as needed. And so it's really neat. Yeah. Much more fluent, much more, you know, sort of 
modern, shall we say. And, and then, yeah. Modern, modern. And then with the whole environment settings, you know, you can have your cold box uh, settings. And then depending on the environment, it can change the, the type, like you said, from file or whatever, or even just use a different email account to send with. So maybe all your test emails come from a different email address than all your productions ones. And you can also override, you know, the subjects, et cetera, and, and put prefixes in. There's all sorts of things you can do. It's a great little tool. But, yeah, the reason you want to jump all over it was the interfaces, right? Yeah. So CV Mail Services um, is basically what I've modeled building, um, you know, interfaces off of. So, for example, this, um, uh, this, this other little module we had over here, what was it? That Sentry one? Sentry, right? yep. Yeah, so I use Rollbar. There's Sentry there. So then you can kind of take, just, just hypothetically, you know, think this through with me. Using the same concept of CB mail services where you just send mail. Well, let's just say we just send extra logs. Uh, you can kind of mimic that and create an interface to where you can, you know, send logs to Sentry, to Rollbar, or anything. You know just what? Like there's, there's something for that. I think it's called Logbox. So you can just log all your stuff and then inside your log box settings tell it to use roll bar or sentry or whatever so and that's what we have we actually have a sentry appender so inside of log box you can just append to sentry so yep. yeah so there's and that's that's what i like about you know working with luis and all of them they have just great you know architecture so instead of just building a module that does something it there's always a way to extend it or or build on top of it and that's what like cashbox cashbox is a, a single interface and then you can choose the caching provider behind the scenes logbox is a single interface and then you can choose the login provider behind the scenes you choose you know you choose which one you want no way you go and same with cb mail services you know you choose whichever mail provider you want behind the scenes if you want to use mailgun you install the mailgun one you want to use uh, sandgrid you can use sandgrid or postmark or mailchimp or whatever and you don't have to change all your code because it handles it for you. So, yeah. And it's a, like you said, it's a great example of, uh, of a provider interface setup. And yeah, I love it. Yeah. And, and for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about by interfaces, just, it's basically, just think of, um, you know, basically having a middleman that only accepts, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, and you tell it, Hey, X, Y, and Z, but do X, Y, and Z over here. Right. And then it just translates everything. To work properly for the particular provider you chose um, that's really all the interface is it just it brings everything through a funnel you know yep. um, and it allows everything to kind of uh, not only bring it through a funnel but to you know to make sure each function returns the same data set to data types all same expectations so really cool yeah um, so that's why i wanted to jump all over that module there for some odd reason um, but anyway um, enough of that. What do we have for VS Code hints, tips, and tricks of the week? So this is an extension that we probably should have covered the first time. So we're talking about VS Code and, and how we can make the the editor work for us. And we're CFML news, and we didn't tell you which CFML extension to install, so you get all the syntax highlighting and all the cool stuff that you need for Cold Fusion. So this week we're going to talk about the CFML extension. Uh, and I'm going to mispronounce his name again, but it's Kamasama K. Uh, it's got over almost 11,000 installs, 29,000 downloads. It's five stars and it's free. 
Uh, it's a great little thing. It gives you a lot of uh, ex extensions and assists and everything else. And um, it's based on the VS Code called Fusions for syntax highlighting. Um, and also it uses the Sublime Text CFML um, plugin that they had. And that gives some stuff for like some of the parsing logic and whatever. But it, it works really great. Um, that's the one we use. There's a couple of other ones out there, but this is the best one for the community, we think. And, uh, yeah, it makes it usable. You know, if you just use a code editor without something like this, you don't have all the syntax highlighting and everything. It's basically like using Notepad with some bells yeah. and whistles. But with this, it's just like using CF Builder, but better. So, Brad, it's time to switch. Bam. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And that, that's kind of one of those plugins that is, uh, become standard and I can't believe we even overlooked it because that should have been the very first one uh, we even mentioned was make sure you have that plugin installed because uh, otherwise you're just going down a wild boring hole <laughs> yep so uh, if you guys haven't got it check it out and then uh, obviously we'll be keep bringing more every week so All right. that brings us to the part of the show where we screw up the names and thank you guys Yep. Oh, I actually and, have a couple uh, more. I didn't update this. That's picture. Matthew Brown. Is uh, Brad said that's Matthew Brown's the guy who um, did that. Kamasamake. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I would not have figured his name would have been Matthew Brown with a name like that. <laughs> I mean, I figured it would have been, you know. Cool. Not so, bad, but you know what I mean. Whatever. Yep. So we actually have a couple new supporters again. Uh, I have to update the, the image up there. Sorry about that, guys. So we have. Andrew, thank you, Andrew. And we have Gary, Jan, Joseph, Laxma, Richard, John, Kyle, Don, Samuel, David, your guest, Stephen, Dan, Jeremy, Brian, Didier, Scott, Jordan. And then the new ones that aren't on the picture there are Matthew Clemente and Dali. So those are two new guys. If you will go to the autosolutions.com about us sponsors page, you'll see everything now. Uh, and you'll see the new ones there and you're pointing. Yeah. I was pointing where they're going to go. Oh, right there. Okay. I'm trying to do my weatherman thing. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so we'll, we'll update the picture to have their, their beautiful faces up here as well. But if you go to the order site, they're on the about us sponsors page. So again, thank you guys for all the, all your help there. And it goes a long way to helping orders bring you things like this podcast and uh, other open source tools. And we really appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it. And Gavin, it's good having you back. I missed chatting with you. And um, I guess I look forward to um, seeing you as well as everyone listening again next week. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Bluetree Audio.